Kevin Smith is transforming into Comic Kev for Comic Con. Get old Babylon Fat Man are sold out, but you can still join him as the captain of the IMD boat, bringing you IMDb coverage with interviews on a boat. Thursday, July 20th, he's also paneling with IMDb and Comixology, followed by a tribute celebration of the late great Adam West. Friday the 21st, party it up on the IMDb boat. Saturday the 22nd, Kev joins the Screen Junkies movie fights at the House of Blues. And Sunday the 23rd, Kev will moderate in Hall H for Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Smith happens at San Diego Comic-Con. Go to smodcast.com slash comic-kev for all the details. Hit me! 256. He's got to throw some cold water on the situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek, giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status. Mega nerd status. NetHeads. 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 You guys rock. And now, here's Will and Trent. No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. <laughs> I I am just uh, I I just had a moment of realization, Trent. Yeah, and that's the fact that I I'm so glad that we are so nowhere on anyone's radar that <laughs> that we still haven't gotten popped for using uh, Parks and Rec clips so liberally, liberally, liberally. It's it's. It really, it's crazy, dude. There are so many, um, and, and even big podcasts that are generating some good revenue that are still using like, you know, unlicensed music and clips and stuff like that. It's just like, you know, it's, it's always easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. I guess that's the best way to put it. And, and you know, we just, it, it's not like we're uh, making any money off of them. So no, gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hello, uh, hi everybody. Welcome to another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will. I'm Trent. If you want to take part in the program, you can one of many different ways. And, and you know, we got to start dividing up uh, responsibilities, Trent. Yeah. Because. Uh, about well, time. Yeah, right? I, I love that you hit you hit with these things and you have no idea where I'm going with this. Don't need to. Yeah. Uh, and that's the fact that uh, you uh, uh, people uh, who are uh, purportedly anyway enjoying NetHeads here on uh, Smodco Internet Radio. Available at Smodcast.com. Uh, or, you know, any one of the other places, and that's the point that I'm getting to. Uh, technically speaking, there's a chat that goes on on, like, Facebook, if that actually streams live. Oh. And, and there's a chat room associated with YouTube, and I almost think, it, it's almost like the good old days, I almost feel like we need to set up our own, like, uh, chat room. Uh, oh, and, and and you can't forget about uh, the Twitch either. The Twitch has got chat rooms. Oh, it it do it do. So you know, Trent, I'm I'm almost thinking that that somebody out there had to have thought of this already, and this is embarrassing since we're purportedly a tech show. Sure, but you sure. would think, uh, is there anywhere out there that uh, actually does cross coordination with connecting to the chat rooms of these different services when something's live? Because that's so the, yeah, that's what so we the, need. It, it would only make sense, you know, that one is is taking care of it all. 
or there's some way to connect your Hootsuite up to it. Or uh, Anyway, if you want to take part in the program, you can one of many different ways. One of them is Twitter. Trent, tell the people about it. Oh, my gosh. Be, li- be like long-time listener of the program. And I, and, I mean, we're going way back here. Z Digital 13, our good friend at RollerDogNC, and also uh, at Carval, Ryan Conley, all using the hashtag NetHeads to join in on this live episode. You can do the same. Additionally, Will, if yeah. you're not listening live, you can do it on a, when you listen to the podcast uh, like Ash Williams does all the time, and then we can jump in and talk to you that way too. Yeah, definitely, uh, because that's what we love to do. We love the, we love the communication. By the way, Trent, uh, I have finally gotten off my ass. <clears throat> And put batteries back in the heads of my Avengers. <laughs> oh, you'll notice yeah. the Iron Man for those They're watching the video. Finally, yeah, yes. th- it's good. It, it creates a nice little bokeh effect around you, and and you've got some backlight to it. No, it works. I like it. Yeah, well, you know, it's just it, the one thing that'll uh, constantly irritate me. But you would not believe the uh, ridiculous amount they want to replace the decals that you can put on your wall to make it look like they have cracked through. Because you know. Make no mistake, Spider-Man and Iron Man have not cracked through my wall and are just, like, staying maybe, there now. Maybe. Maybe maybe those are just husks of their former selves that have, that have mummified on the other side of the wall. Or maybe there's – maybe I've got a crack in my wall, Trent. Yeah. Ooh. Dude, we don't – we don't know. A, a very rip in the in the fabric between time and space. Another a gateway to another dimension. Ooh, like 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 as if um as if we were living in in a world where nerd rage ensued whenever someone's quote unquote favorite character was recast in a different gender. I couldn't imagine where you're going. If you also want to uh, reach out to us vocally speaking while we're doing live, you can do that very easily. Netheads on air via Skype. That's how you do it. And maybe we'll notice your calling. Maybe we won't. Uh, It's just, unfortunately, when you got one guy, oh, here we go again. Podcaster apologizing for thing in the podcast. Never mind. I pulled the plug. I cut it off early, Trent. Hey, it's a trope. You know, it's it's okay if it's a trope, right? Yeah. Well, you know, different tropes for different folks. That's what I say. And uh, (laughs) we're going to lose so many people. By the way, speaking of of, uh, taking part on the hashtag uh, NetHeads on Twitter, I got to tell you, uh, never expected to see uh, Ryan Connolly with his shirt off. That was not something I mean, and, you know, let's be honest, you can't unsee it either. Well, I, I think I think um, just in you teasing it out there, it will drive people to use the hashtag NetHeads just to see it. You know what I mean? And, and you know what? Could be a lot worse. Definitely could be. Could be a lot worse. Uh, you know, it could be like uh, having to uh, watch the program. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ooh. I don't. I laugh. I kid. I don't know why I do that. I, I apologize. Kid, I kid. Hey, by the way, uh, Trent, I just got to ask you, uh, out in Utah, have you guys been hit yet with this standing desk craze? Um, you know, I had a boss who had one, a standing desk, like, but it, but it, um, it like moved down so it could be a, a sitting desk too. It was like super nice. Um, but he never stood at it. I don't think. <laughs> right. And cause you know, I think that for a while ago, uh, somebody, they basically said that sitting is the, is killing us. It's the new, uh, silent killer, I guess. Kind yeah. of like, um, what, what is that? Uh, radon gas, radon gas. If you're in a base. Oh shit. Yeah. By the way, Trent, coming to you from the uh, basement broadcasting room, <laughs> it is a silent killer. If I've learned nothing from the Venture Brothers, it is. I have learned I've got, that. I've got a window open. I should be okay. <laughs> glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Um, I was only asking because, 
you know, every once in a while I get sucked into this kind of uh, stupidity. Because, I mean, let's face it, um, there are people that have been sitting around um, for a long time now. For a long time now. You know, I don't think that's anything new since the invention of the office job, right? Uh, since since the invention of how sitting down is so awesome. Yeah, it is. Oh, my gosh. I saw one of those stupid viral video things. Uh, but it showed, basically, it's like a wearable chair. And all you it's it straps along the back of your legs. It's got like a back brace part that connects and and like literally you just go you just go into a sitting position and it props up as a chair for you using natural resistance and it locks in and i'm just like that is the most and then they you can get up and you can walk somewhere else but i mean just imagine uh actually i could see that killing office productivity though because if you could cop a squat anywhere and start talking oh man yeah that's true i don't know i i think i think uh the best thing to do is to just um, encourage employees to to just leave the office itself or walk around the block, like incentivize people to like just walk around the block, and I would assume productivity would actually go up. Yeah, definitely, I would think that, and uh, you know, I would do that. Uh, but the very reason why we are uh, recording this so late and doing this so late on a Sunday night, not our typical fare, because as we all know, Sunday is also the quiet killer. Uh, because... Sunday, Sunday, we're gonna kill it. Yeah, dude, totally. It's it's it it harkens back to the the homes the the doing your homework or putting it off to the very end and realizing you got to face life tomorrow. It's just a bummer, man. Yeah, pretty much. I you know. I don't mean to be I don't know I don't mean to come in on a down moment Trent. I don't mm-hmm. mean that. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that uh that uh, Sunday is the quiet killer. Uh Sunday fun day my ass. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, neither here nor there. You started to talk about something that I think uh is very important Trent and it's near and dear uh to us as netheads. We do have some tech stuff to po- talk about, but I I will say this isn't isn't so techy. But it's it's interesting, and it is kind of techy, and that's the fact that the BBC, and mind you, after the news was released, it was kind of on the nose since they announced that they would be letting us know who the new doctor would be at the end of the Wimbledon's men's final. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, wait a second. Did you guys just put it on Front Street, and once we know the answer, we actually see how clever you are? Yep. And they did, because it was it was announced today that, uh, uh, is it Jodie Whittaker? It is, yeah. She is going to be the first female incarnation of the Doctor. But this isn't, I gotta say, if you've been watching uh, the show now uh, for several seasons... Uh, it, well, at least the last two, ever since kind of we, uh, were, well, there were things that were, if you think back to it, like really think back to it and you want to play a, a sad little geek card. Uh, I believe it was in, uh, it was in Matt Smith's second season where, uh, the doctor's wife was the name of it. And it, it was because the TARDIS was put in the body of a female. Oh, I do remember that, yeah. Boy, it, it, when you explain these things uh, to those that uh, haven't seen them, you sound ridiculous. <laughs> the Doctor's <laughs> TARDIS was put into the body of yeah, a real woman. Yeah, and and then they're like, I don't... I don't think you can say TARDIS. I don't, I think that's offensive to a lot of people. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it, it is. Uh, but anyway, so it was it was announced that a, a woman for the first time will be playing this role. But it, like way back in the Doctor's wife, he made a certain comment about another Time Lord, and and he, like and especially when 
he was a woman and Amy says something. He says, oh, she was a bad girl. So <laughs> at that point, yeah. there was the first hint that uh, a, a time lord could very well uh, regenerate into another uh, another uh, sex. Oh, right? Yeah. I another mean, gender is the word I'm looking for. It's an alien. I like, we don't even know if if they have, you know, just two binary genders uh, as time lords. You know what I mean? I, I, oh, now I get what you're saying. We don't really know how their naughty bits work. Totally. It could be completely different. Uh, Maybe we don't they've know. got both. Maybe. Or, or like a third one. That could happen, too. I hope so. Um, if not, I'm going to start shipping it right now. There you go. Well, all right. Hashtag Trent loves Doctor Who. Um, <laughs> no, it. So it was hinted at that, and then uh, there was the big reveal that the bad guy uh, in uh, Capaldi's first season uh, was essentially a female regeneration of the Master. Right. Um, so they kind of set us up for it there as well. At the end of the other, at the end of that season's episode, there is a Time Lord that gets shot and 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 uh regenerates into a woman and then the other interesting thing is you can tell that there was definitely some coordination here because when you watch uh capaldi's last season that just wrapped up a few weeks ago uh it's it's not only something that that comes up verbally a few times but it's also like something that they integrate into the story to get us even more mentally prepared for it because uh, basically, we see Missy, who is this female regeneration of the master, who is going from the part of villain to good person. So that way, they're also slowly changing our mental uh, imagery of a female female time lord from the only villain we've or the only one we've known that's a villain. That's a villain yeah. into uh, almost an at least an antihero to say the say the least. Yeah, they're a, a nihilist. They don't care about anything, Lebowski. Okay, not quite like that, but. Uh, but it was it was it was interesting once you heard the news. Uh, you know, personally, I gotta say, I, you've got the perfect uh, angle on it, and that's you know, these are. It's not really a person. Also, folks, it's science. It's fictional characters. Yeah. I, there's a there's a drop I could have pulled. Yeah. For this <laughs> fictional characters, so you know, it doesn't really matter. And uh, the, the other thing too, the takeaway I get from it, I can't um, personally cast Doctor Who. So I have to trust the people that do cast the show, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've had different versions of the Doctor, and um, guess what? None of them have been awful. Not one of them has been awful. That is very, very true. Even Eccleston. They've all been different, and they've all brought something different to the characters, and we've all got our favorites, but none of them have been like, ah, my childhood is ruined. Ah! I gotta say, though, Capaldi's first season was his roughest. Sure. I mean, and, and everyone goes through like figuring it out, but it, it wasn't like, you know, uh, oh, God, they'd have done better to cast Adam Sandler in this role. Jesus Christ. You know, it's, it's nothing like that. You know, the other thing, too, is uh, the only thing that, that I hope, honestly, uh, after this news came out, the one thing that I'm hoping for is that this doesn't become a one season thing. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I hope the intent is to, to keep it going, and I hope the popularity sticks with it, because I'd really like the message to be sent out that, you know, it, 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 is, uh, it is a character that can be played by anyone uh, at any time in any way. Um, and right. Not to mention, you know, for once, when the doctor shows up, maybe people will be more inclined to trust him when, he's, when she says, I'm the doctor, I'm here to help. Right? 
Because let's face it, a guy shows well, up and he says, I'm here to help. You're like, okay, well, what's he got up his sleeve? And uh, a woman shows up and says, I'm here to help. And, and you're a little more inclined to believe them, I think. Not in Trump's America. Oh, God. What? <laughs> you know, I really hope people know you're kidding. That's the important <laughs> thing here. Well, I, I can I can only just imagine them someone like playing with the idea and being like, oh, no, no, we, we actually need a doctor, not a nurse. Oh, but you know that, because, first of because all... Because people are idiots, and that's what they're like, ugh, I, I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Or um, if it does, she, like, schools them and, like, drops some science on them, like, boom! Well, yeah, but, but but at the same time, you just know that the writers are just going to keep it... I think what's going to happen is, when it comes to the writing, it's not really going to be that much of a thing. No. I no, really I don't. don't. It shouldn't. No, because because it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Oh, like, by the way, in the season finale, there's a moment where uh, something happens and uh, the previous incarnation of the Master, because I don't know if you know this, but on the season finale this season, uh, this past series, um, it was uh, it had both the the uh, John Sim uh, Master and the Michelle Rodriguez Master. So basically, one encounters themselves earlier in their timeline, right? Yeah. And they even work that really well. It's like, well, how could she not remember it? But because it's the two of them in the same place at the same time, it interferes with the time stream, so she can't remember anything he does. Oh, okay. Anyway, that was really well played out. But not not my point here. My point here, though, is like there's something happens, and at one point, John Sim goes, what is it, all women in the future? And the doctor himself says, we can only hope, or I can only hope so. Yeah. So there were all these little seeds that I think have been very well planted all along the way to to look. Here's how I would equate it. You remember back in the day there was the uh, all the rage was the Motorola flip phone, right? The Razor, dude. Yeah, and people it all, changed everything. Yeah, and well, even before that, there was one before that that everyone had to have. Everyone in Silicon Valley had strapped to their belt. It was it was still I think it was one of the first slim lines, but it wasn't mm-hmm. quite the Razor. And uh, But the whole thing was that uh, purportedly two things. Uh, one, every antenna put on a cell phone uh, since, like, let's say, 95 was basically there because people believed the design needed to have an antenna when, right. in fact, they did very little other than what yeah. was already on board. And then the, uh, the, the other thing, too, is that purportedly they could have come out with much smaller cell phones much sooner. But they had to do it in stages because that's what it would take to get the public to buy into the fact that this rinky-dink little thing can actually take a phone call. Right. And be productive. That's kind of what happened here these past couple seasons with Doctor Who. They've been gradually gradually not, not, uh, nudging us in the right direction, mentally speaking, with the messages they're sending. I mean, it's almost, I, I feel, I don't know, I think it's mental manipulation at this point. Well, I mean, if if you look back at at the pre-Capaldi hype, there was so much speculation, but it wasn't necessarily. I mean, there was a lot of speculation as as for a woman, but at the same time, there was also of a different race, um, rather than just your your waspy Caucasian, Caucasian, and so I I think that was a, a really good way to kind of get a pulse too of of where the culture was at and and wait a second, and dude. where they could go. What's a Caucasian? It it was. It was my tongue getting tied over Caucasian. Well, uh, 
I'm glad it was Caucasian. It was tongue tied over. Um, Me too. Yeah, it's it's been it's been an interesting journey. Uh, I honestly haven't seen the reaction online, other than like the few things I've seen in my like timeline on Twitter have just been people noting. You know, I'm not really seeing negative comments about this. Just people like commenting to those that are. And yeah, just just like the the two, the two dudes that did that may not be real. <laughs> <laughs> So it's, but you know, it's, it's just, uh, I, I can't believe people would care so much, but at the same time, I also understand it. Change is never easy. It's always uh, off-putting when the doctor regenerates because you don't know what you're going to be getting, right? Uh, that's the, right. And, and then uh, you realize though, that this is about taking this journey with everyone to get to know this new person as they're getting to know themselves as well. Cause it really seems like each actor eventually does bring little bits of themselves into it uh, per se as they grow that confidence like Matt Smith's second season which I think was series six was just uh fantastic you know when it, and it started off I think with uh let me see now the impossible astronaut I believe was the episode title and uh, hopefully I don't have my seasons mixed but you know it's sometimes you got to mix seasons to find a good flavor right Trent that uh, you know what that's what I found and, and that's why I always go to uh, uh, McCormick's seasonal, they've got it all. They do. They whether, really whether, do. Whether it's meat, vegetables, it's always great for me. I got to tell you, my favorite though, Trent, and I'm not kidding here, is the Lowry's seasoning salt. <gasps> I, I do like Lowry's as well. They're very similar. The, the McCormick and the uh, uh, the the seasonal and the Lowry's are very similar. They have that red tint of like curry, not yeah. really curry, but um, cumin in it. Yeah. Yeah. Or or you know, uh, sometimes it's the paprika, Trent. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. Or yep. the or or you know maybe the paprika. You you mm. you decide, my friend. You decide. Tomato, Tim Ado. Okay, exactly. I'm with you, sir. Um, so anyway, that's I mean that's really all I've got uh, thoughts wise on the new doctor. Um, I I, I just <laughs> Ash Williams bringing up what's a Nubian? Eh. That one that line always leads me to the second thing that I always want to say to people after they've said something funny. It was like, "Bitch, you almost made me laugh." <laughs> anyway, uh, that's all I, I think. Uh, I, I guess you and I are just of a like mind. It's just like, well, you know what? Uh, we 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 can't make a Doctor Who, so uh, we're just going to trust these people. And you know, it's just like every other Doctor regeneration. We're going to learn something new, and and it'll be fun and interesting. Plus, I think everybody. Torchwood always had that edgier bit to it, and and you know that's Chibnall's work right there, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so uh, really looking forward to that. But that's a that's all on the doctor. I really don't have anything there. So Trent, I got to ask you: um, are, are you willing to take a phone call? I, I'm dial it in. All right. I'll press the button, but it'll take like forty five seconds to hear them. Fair enough, Mister Corey. Gentlemen, how are you? Oh Jesus, you're loud. Hey, dude. Sorry, I'll talk quieter. No, it's not you. It's me trying to figure out what bus no, you're coming in on. Will, are you oh. breaking up with him? No, no, just, no, no. You just said it's not you. It's me. Exactly. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, this is uh, Roller Dog NC, Matthew Corey, also known as, sir. How are you? Doing well. Um, I, I have a, uh, a wonderful story of the first unofficial NetHeads meetup. Dude, uh, I saw this on, uh, and sorry, this is very NetHead-centric, folks. But so, you know, it's just like, I, I'm just guaranteeing you right now, skip about ahead five minutes, and, uh, and you know, you can go back to your regularly scheduled NetHeads. Uh, but I got to say, this was kind of cool, uh, although it, uh, it much in the same way that, that seeing um, Ryan Connolly in the hot tub, you can never unsee. Uh, it's once you've seen what a listener looks like, I mean, it changes, it changes things. I'm not going to lie. Um <laughs> 
Well, because, you know, it's the same way with anyone that you've never met until you meet them. It's like your mind can't help but form an image based on the voice. And I guarantee you, it's it's never right. It's just never right. Not usually. It's not even close. It- so anyway, um, can I go ahead? No, hold no, on. Let me. Th- I'm, you, I'm, you you can after one thing, and I got to give you props because holy crap! I don't know if you saw this. Will uh, uh, Matt just tweeted? I think the phrase is "sitting is the new smoking." <laughs> oh, okay, very good. That's that's great. I like it. Yeah, sitting is the new smoking. There you go. I knew it was something along those lines. Anyway, this is I, really I heard cool. That from a medical professional, yeah. Yeah, this is oh, no shit. This, oh, that's brilliant. This is really cool. Uh, it was a first unofficial netheads meetup. Go, sir. So I was. I've always wanted to make a trip to the secret stash, just you know, oh, to go see it both, for the heck brother. of it. You and me both. And so finally, my my oldest son, he's uh, going to be eleven soon. And I've shown him a few clips from Comic Book Men. Uh, have yet to played any Tell Him Steve Day for him. Probably but, smart. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Be- I would agree because, with that. Because you're a good parent. <laughs> yes. So I was like, you know what? It's summertime. Let's draw. We'll, we'll make a road trip up. He just finished elementary school. We have uh, a couple relatives that live in northern New Jersey. So we, we drove up good old I-95. Oh, nice. Uh, what, what exit may- do they live off? Um. You know, I forgot. It, I was just okay. listening to Google Maps okay. going. That was a very now. New Jersey question of you to it ask. It is. It's, if, if you're from Jersey, though, it's like, oh, what exit? You know. So I lived in in like it, uh, just off 15E, but whatever, it's fine. Wow. They were they were up toward the north. Okay. But, um, and so I was looking, you know, trying to plan the trip out ahead of time, and I'm like, all right, the stash doesn't open until 11 a.m. because the plan is to go to the stash, hang out for a little bit, and then we've got to make the trip home because I've got work. He's got camp and stuff the next day. And then I'm looking at the uh, the website again about a week before we're leaving, and the note is on there that they have now started shooting season seven of Comic Book Men. Oh, sweet! And so it might be closed at times. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> See, you did the and, old switcheroo sorry, right there. Sorry, folks. Moose out front should have told you. Yeah, that's what I was I was dreading. But so I was like, well, I don't want to go all that way to be you know not be able to get into the stash. But the the other side of that is that would mean. Brian and Ming would be there. And so uh, we gambled on it. And um, Monday morning we got up because my, my relatives we stayed with, they lived up in Jersey City, which is like right across from New York, way up. North. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I would go to Jersey City, uh, take the Pulaski, go uh, right over the river, and I'd be right there in Jersey City, represent. Yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> Good stuff. And, um, and so we, we drive down the coast to Red Bank. We we stopped first at the uh, the good old quick stop in Leonardo. Nice. So uh, had to show him like, son, one day you'll know what this store meant. <laughs> in about I don't know five years or so, he'll he'll finally see Clerks and go, oh, that's why Dad took me to that scary convenience store <laughs> in nowhere, New Jersey. <laughs> that's why Dad made me smoke a cigarette outside and say schnooch to the nooch to the random people walking by. No, I, yes. I did post uh, post the selfie of the two of us in front of the store with the caption, I'm not even supposed to be here today. Well, I'm not. Nice. True. But they do have Gatorade back in stock, which was nice oh. to hear. <laughs> well, it's always really important, especially after all those guys drank all that Gatorade. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. One person gets a Gatorade. <laughs> Everybody's going to want one. So it's about 20 minutes further south from, from Leonardo, where the quick stop is, down to, to Red Bank. And uh, a beautiful drive along the Jersey coast and 
Yeah, it's it's really a lovely area. People make jokes about New Jersey, but Red Bank is, is a wonderful place. Yeah, there, dude, it, there, hold on like, though, bro. Quick, there's a reason quick. it is the Garden State. True. But still, quit burying the goddamn lead. Okay. And so, get to it already. I, 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 I like the anticipation up. he's building. He's building. I think it's called edging in, on the internet. Oh. I think it's called oh. telling a story. Oh, whatever. What is wrong with you, dude? <laughs> it's almost like you've done this professionally before. <laughs> I'm a writer. Leave me alone. Anyway, so we, we get to the stash at about oh, whatever. I don't know, 11.40. What is wrong with you, dude? And, and sure enough, there's a PA out front, and, and the store's closed while they're shooting. And we're like, ah, crap. And he's telling us, okay, they should be done about noon. So we got about 20 minutes, feed the Perfect. meter. And sure enough, yeah, they, they open the store about 5 till noon. And, it, it you know, you sign the release because they're going to be shooting B-roll and stuff. And I purposely wore a shirt that didn't have any logos on it. Yeah, they, they opened nice. the store about 5 till noon. And it's so. Sorry, I'm just uh, having fun trying to keep up with everything on the internet. <laughs> So occasionally like, you hear that's why it's been sitting on a shot of Trent for like the whole time. They probably think that your voice, sir, is Trent's because, you know, as a matter of fact, Trent, from now on, when we have callers, listen to them. But I also want you to pantomime as the call. We'll trade off. You know, it's like you'll be first. I'll do it second. You know, I'm not going to put it all on you. I hope that's OK. <laughs> anyway, Trent, so can you we- not hear me. Or you I just, can. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was I was replying to uh, oh, okay. <laughs> to, to some Twitter stuff. Sorry, uh, sorry, I was I was I got distracted with Twitter. God damn it! it derailed the show again. Anyway, the whole the point phrase. is, I get a message, anyway. and I got to tell you what happened too. Let me just tell you on my side uh, what you're about to get to. A, a certain person sent me a message saying, "I'm driving all night, headed to the stash," and I'm just like in my head, I'm going, "Why?" But anyway, who who did who? Lo and behold, did you run into while you were there? Al from Youngstown. Yes, also known as DC Cantel. You didn't <laughs> oh, see that? Shit. Oh, they and they hashtagged it in NetHeads too. That's and it, awesome. It is just the b- most beautiful picture because you know, uh, uh, good old Roller Dog NC here. It, you know, he he looks like how he looks because we've seen him before. I've never seen a picture of Al from Youngstown at all. And I he, hadn't and, either. And he literally looks like a guy that did stay up all night to drive to Jersey to see the secret stash. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I, you know, we get to the stash, I meet Walt, I see Brian, Brian's on the phone when I walk in, because they've just finished shooting, and I'm like, okay, I don't want to be the guy that gets Brian in a bad mood on a shooting day, so I just Too politely late. nod and smile. <laughs> and did you give him and, the, the ant symbol? No, I didn't, but I had my uh, my Tesdy Town Ants hockey jersey that Walt, I got Walt, uh, Bry, Ming, and uh, Zapsick to sign. Oh, that's kind of a gimme then, never mind. Yeah, well, they knew I was I wasn't just a guy watching comic book men, and I also had a hardcover of um, Cacophony, the first book that Walter uh, and, yeah. uh-huh. uh, and Kevin did, and I was like, you know, do you you still sign these? I was like, oh yeah. And, um, I even I had an item I had brought to sell, and Walt bought it. No, uh, no bargaining. He's, you know, I gave him a fair price. You know, I didn't try Ooh. to highball him or nothing. Sure, well, sure, sure. But, so, so the whole so you 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 made a little something to to help fund the trip, then, huh? Yeah, I, I made the gas money to get home. There you go. Well, perfect. That's all you needed. That means you might make the show, too. We'll see. Yeah, and so Zapsik takes a picture of me with Brian Walt behind the counter that they use for the the show, the set on the show. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, post the picture. I tweet it out. And I'm like, you know, and I, I hashtag netheads. And then I get a response from Al from Youngstown. And he's like, I thought I recognized you. And I'm like, <laughs> huh? <laughs> 
By the way, we're and we're literally so, listening to just a story of two guys meeting. But okay, but let's... The, the best part about this whole thing is like you didn't even talk to each other. <laughs> at, fr- at first, I'm imagining coordination happened from here because, as I mentioned, there is a photo, and in it, Al looks like a guy that's been up all night to get to somewhere. Yeah, and so uh, my son Will and I, we go, we you know, we're having lunch at Surf Taco after. Uh, getting the stuff signed and the whole time it's like oh crap the meter's running we got to get something to eat and then the big meter of we've got to drive back to north carolina after right. all of this yeah. and so i i look at my twitter feed and i see that and i'm like are you here and and so that i noticed this one guy he had uh the other hockey jersey the tesd town one that didn't have the yeah. end on it and that guy walks into surf taco i'm like are you al it's like yeah and it was, it was funny he got a quick <laughs> picture Trying to explain to my son, this strange person is just someone that I knew off the internet who I always tell you don't ever meet people off of the internet. (laughs) Unless you're going to podcast with them. Um, Let's be clear here. And then you're like, don't tell your your mother about this. Because technically speaking, Trent met a guy on the internet and a few years later spent a few hours in an upstairs bedroom with him. But we were talking. We were recording podcasts, though. It was Just podcasting. let it happen. It was podcasting. Don't, don't, don't make it. Don't, don't you sully what we do together, okay? Oh, oh, I'm not I your won't. podcasting whore, Trent. Oh, I, I won't. Okay. God but damn it. I, I gotta say, Michael Zapsick <laughs> is one of the nicest guys. He really is. But for reals, though, yeah, I've, I've talked oh, to him. Yeah. I think once on the phone, and um, blown away at how just genuine, like a human being, he is. Yeah, well, you know, and that, that's what you expect, though, when when you're dealing with somebody that deals with the. I mean, it's but it, and it's kind of a, a commentary on America, though, too, right now, because that is something that we exemplify because we encounter it so little. True, true. You know, uh, but then again, it's like, well, it, it, depending on where you're at, what level of commitment do you really expect from people? You know, I'm not exactly looking for stellar service when I go to the Taco Bell drive-through. You know what I mean? Because. Uh, well, actually, I guess I should, and that's the point, especially after seeing what I saw from uh, that movie, The Founder. It was like, man, that was a different time when service was just, it was a priority and sought after. Dude, that's that's why you got to be using the Taco Bell app. Oh, that is nice, by the way. I hate to admit yeah. that I know what you're talking about, but it is yeah. really wonderful that you can click a button, order, and then like with when you're within a few feet of the restaurant, that's you ready. just tell your kid, here, uh, tell Taco Bell that we're here. And you walk in, and a few minutes later, they say your name, and you just take your bag of shame and leave. And you leave. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's beautiful. Ugh. Sorry, anyway, we... so you guys took a picture together, and then you had to explain to your son about your, your new internet lover? Is that what you were saying? <laughs> um, not quite. Okay, good. But, um, yeah, it was great. We managed to, uh, you know, had a great visit. Walter was really good. I mean, you know, everyone, he, he was really cool. He signed the, the book, and, and I talked to him for a few minutes. I reminded him. Uh, about the Christmas uh, radio play that I had written years ago. It took him a minute to remember because that was episode like 172 and they're like <laughs> over 300 now. So Right, yeah. But once I mentioned that he gave me the free Christmas pod that year, that jogged his memory. So you bring it back to cash, Walter remembers. Yes, definitely. But he, he was really nice. And, you know, I, I wanted to talk for just a couple minutes but not be that guy that wouldn't leave. So it worked out good having the parking meter constantly running in the back of my head. So it's like, all right, <laughs> that's good. Well, it, it helps keep, keep you motivated and on point. I got to say, though, uh, you know, I, too, there was one time, uh, like, I know I was just uh, I was like not in a good mood. And and uh, this was the time where there was the L.A. stash and I was within driving distance. So one day I just went there for lunch 
and uh, not to eat at the stash because they don't serve any food. But I was just like, I'm just going to go there and hang out because you know what? At least it's, it would, I'd be surrounded by stuff that I like and appreciate. And I happened to go and I went there and it just so happened that that was a time when Muse was popping his head in. And oh, I got nice. To, yeah, yeah. And it was just like, well, that was nice and refreshing. You know, it's just oh, cool. it makes you it, it's, it's kind of like. Well, I, I can't really equate it to anything else. I can't think of anything. But I, I got to say that it, it was nice. And it's, and I think in many ways we all have those little things. So it's really cool that you got up and did this, especially when it's something you've always wanted to do. And it's like uh, it also gives you an opportunity just to spend quality time with your kids. So it was a, yeah, an excellent. Yeah, that was really good, too. Yeah, it's an excellent uh, combination uh, task, if you ask me. I, I definitely got to tell you. I also uh, have to laugh because uh, my youngest the other day, or she's now at that stage when she sees things on TV, she either wants them or she wants to go there. And when my wife is watching baseball, yeah, I said it that way. So what? I don't watch baseball. Don't judge me. Um, <laughs> so uh, when my wife, uh, they run a lot of Disney World commercials on there. And so now uh, Blair wants to go to uh-oh. Disney World. And it's like, kid, I, I don't know if if I don't know if that'll ever happen. I just don't know. Disney World just sounds terrifying to me. It's too freaking big. Well, it's in it's, it's huge. in Florida. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Tell her. Anymore. Tell her to wait till Star Wars Land opens. <gasps> yeah, but we're getting one of those in in California as well. So that's but okay. There's no Cars Land in Florida. True. There you go. It's a. It's all a trade off. Hey. Anyway, Matt. Thanks for your call, man, and sharing your story. It was so nice that you guys got to. So did you guys like have a, a big lunchtime talk together or anything or? We would have. Uh, Will and I were getting ready to to head out in a few minutes when Al got there. He, I think, he had summoned the Baron, and uh, I was I had to head next door because we had to eat and we had to get back home. But uh, sadly, we timed our trip home so that we hit DC rush hour traffic. Mm. You can when you're going through multiple cities, you can never win in that realm. I know that there was one time, and I, I planned it, and I was like, everything will be perfect. But then I neglected to remember like LA traffic somehow. That just eluded oh. my brain. And it's just like, oh, God, I can't believe we're going through here now. Okay, guys, uh, so anyone feeling hungry? You want to get off the freeway for a little while? This might be a good time. Yeah. You know, uh, sorry, I just I had a flashback to one. Of, I got to tell you, the, the road trip back from Texas, the last time we came back, uh, talk about poor planning. Uh, by the way, thanks. Uh, I don't want to keep you on the phone, Matt, but thanks for your call, man. No really problem. Appreciate one love, story. gentlemen. Have a great week seriously dude awesome story thank you yeah that was really cool thank you sir uh but you know it's just you don't want to keep hanging on when you're starting to go off in a different direction uh but i I do have to say that trip when you think about trip faux pas the thing that i never realized is that we would be hitting but then again i didn't expect it to take quite as long as it did uh but um i neglected to remember the final day of the trip that we were getting up on the Sunday of a 4th of July holiday weekend. And there were parts of I-5 that normally you just literally almost fly through. Like you hit any bump, I'm guaranteeing you, you're going so fast. The car is is at least uh, an inch off the ground for, for, uh, (laughs) you know, a a fair amount of time. You know, you're technically levitating for little bits. Um, uh, It was just, it was literally a standstill. And we tried to stop somewhere for food, and that was just a big cluster F of cars everywhere. And it was... It 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 still scars. It still it still haunts yeah. me, Trent. I was, I was going to say you you may need to talk to someone about this, Will, professionally. You, yeah, I don't know. If, 
I'm sorry. It's just we're planning another big road trip in October, and maybe I'm, you know, much in the same way that the Doctor Who writers helped peppered us for that. I'm, I'm, I'm reminding myself of how bad it could be. So make sure to plan things out. I guess is mine. But but October is the time to make the trip, right? The the temperature every, anywhere you go is going to be drastically less. Uh, kid, kids are in school, so there's going to be less people out traveling with families. Like it's that's the time to make your road trips. Ash Williams doing a callback saying you damn communist because I said I want baseball. Yes. I, oh yeah, yeah, true that. I, I'm not going to retell the story though. Um, yeah, it's a, it, it it's a, well, it's not like now uh, we're broadcasting to beat the heat, so that way you weren't true. in a boiler room right now because true. You were, and I'm guessing were you guys up to like 102 today? Yes. Yeah, that's in, spot on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But will uh, earlier today you had sent me a video of a DIY. Um, air conditioner kind of like a swamp cooler type air conditioner and you can buy these you know where you see oh yeah you just pour ice in here and then it pumps out cold air or whatever um but uh and i've made one in the past and it didn't work very well because i was doing like the whole copper tubing around a fan pumping water through and it was that was a whole expensive mistake i went through the same thing i've still got one of those oh it was yeah but this one um was a guy who who took a like your regular plastic coleman cooler cut a hole in the top to put a smoke like a desk fan in and then a, a a spot for the air to come out so i did the same thing but with a styrofoam cooler and um it's it's not great but it's better than nothing you know, oh, well, it, as long as you can get a nice cool breeze, glow, like blowing at around like sitting height, yeah, that's all you yeah. really need, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 it's great because uh, for for the output, I've I've just got a uh, a tapered soda cup that I cut the bottom out, and it, and it's like it's positioned right at my face from, from oh, the floor nice. up. And the floor up. Uh, and, you know, the thing that's really cool about those is when you can get a really large block of ice in there as well because you're you're providing it. The, in scientific terms, you're you're trying to give it as much uh, surface as yes. you can to react with uh, because well, it's and, basically and, and, a fan and, that pushes air in yeah. into the cold environment and those particles get cooled. And uh, but, uh, it, it, you know, you just got to get enough ice in there. Yeah. And so what I've what I've done to to, to keep the ice uh around longer is uh the, the grocery store has these they're, they're 50 cent ice packs of you know like the blue ice things but these freeze um way colder like the, the than than do um uh ice and so it stays solid and holds its cool longer and you set that on top and it's cold air always goes to the bottom it helps keep the uh the ice itself cold as well Ah, there you go. Well, and, you know, that's the same kind of mechanical thinking as, like, when I would get all those blue apron meals, they would have these blocks of frozen goo, uh, you know, wrapped up in plastic. But So um, I use those to fill the lower portions are, are of you my... Sh- are you sure it just wasn't someone in shipping who was angry at you? Pretty sure, pretty sure. They're sealed, like I said. <laughs> okay, okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> but I've got those as the bottom layer of my outdoor freezer right now because I don't have enough stuff to fill it, so I'm... I'm by it all being there, it helps maintain the cold and the freezer technically works a little less harder to to keep everything cold. Right, right. I think that's the logic behind it, but uh, I don't know if it's working. I got no clue. (laughs) I really don't. Uh, But uh, but I'm glad to hear that that, that, uh, my uh, whimsical journeys on the Internet could could bring you some relief, even if it's just a little bit. Yeah, totally. I'm 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 only into the whole thing like like five bucks. So. There you go. And, and you know, if it's providing cooler air than the air around you, you know, it's totally. something. Totally. Does it do that? Is it like, what is it? I'm guessing you're getting like 50 or 60 degree temperature out. 
Uh, yeah, I, I haven't put a thermometer in it yet, but I'm guessing it's somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah, I actually just picked up. Uh, it's more of a DIY thing uh, that kind of combines everything, so it's going to require a little extra, a little sweat equity, Trent. Uh, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but hold on a second. Uh, the three-year-old's being a toddler. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm like life. No, I'm just like wait. Is, but you know, you do that as a parent. You're like, wait, is that just playing, yelling, or is that crying, or or, or is there something going on? Yeah, is something bad? No, it's it's fine. Um, <laughs> I can ignore them. I can ignore my family for a few more minutes. Yeah. Uh, and I do put it that way because that's the bit of guilt I feel with every passing moment that <laughs> I'm in here. That you're not not being a you know a father. Fa- a present father. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, uh, it, it's a misting system because you know now that I got the the pretty lights out on right. the patio, yeah. Uh, and we uh, it Prime Day happened this past week, Trent. I don't That's know if you're right. aware it of was. it. Yeah, I was totally watching a lot of stuff. Yeah, I I watched a lot of stuff, but the only thing I ended up buying because it was only ten dollars more than the price of a stand itself was this. It's called a double hammock. And I think I picked it up for like $79, right? And okay. no tax, free shipping. Uh, and it's 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 a, you know, it's a metal frame that you then also are able to put this double hammock on. Because my daughter, uh, Emily, has been wanting a hammock on the back deck forever. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, so that thing, I, I that's the only thing I got. And the cost of just a frame, like if you wanted to get one of those and then if you wanted to get like a bar-style hammock instead with bar supports at the end so it's just on spread sides. out. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, you would still need a frame like this. So I figured it was a no-lose scenario because I was essentially almost getting the cloth part for free if right. you think about it that way. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I pushed the limits, moved some things around and ended up getting this thing and I got that delivered. So people want to enjoy it. But I think we hit I, I was able to guess 102 for you because we hit 107. It always seems like uh, the Cache Valley's for some reason, about five degrees off from Northern California. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, least far, inland. not far. But yeah. But again, whew, we, it's dry heat. It's totally different than your humid heat. Yeah. it's. Uh, I think uh, that's the one thing I don't like about the ne- listen, all of my white privilege problems. Um <laughs> That's the thing I don't like about the Nest app is because when I'm looking at it on the phone to adjust the temperature in the house, again, it just keeps getting douchier and douchier the more I say it. <laughs> uh, it really bugs me when I see the like it, the humidity because it's constantly reminding me of like with 40% humidity and you're like, why? Yeah, why? dude, that's cool. That, uh, uh, and you can't get away from that. No. Well, but that's the, the thing I'm trying to eventually say. This was outside of Prime Day, but I, I did get a misting system to go around as well. But it's, you know, it's going to require a little extra labor because uh, for it to be so cheap, somebody essentially just kind of cobbled together all the parts that would work. Sure. And then you're cutting tube and heating things up to make sure that this thing will fit with this thing, even though it was never really made to. And uh, but uh, that because it, if it's not too humid, then that thing purportedly could could cool the, the patio up to like 20 degrees more. If oh, I believe it. Yeah, and, and I, I I need to buy one. Um, they have those ones that you can just plug into your hose, even um, that that will mist a fairly large area. And I was at a friend's house once with the dog, and man, it fell in love with that mist. It just went and, and laid in it all the whole time we were there. It was fantastic. Now with uh, Amazon Prime Day, uh, I had a friend tell me, and I don't know if it was only one purchase, but they had a thing going on where if you ordered from Alexa or an Echo or any of their devices or whatever along those lines you got an additional 10 percent off of whatever the prime deal was well i'm just a dickhead then i guess that's the only no, way no, to put it 
Well, no, I, I, I didn't know because he was trying to show me a, a, a unique workaround where if you order, if you have like the Alexa app or, uh, or whatever it is, because I don't have it, but um, even if you weren't around your Alexa, you could use it and still get the discount that way. So just, just a, a unique thing to look for um, when you're buying from Amazon is to look at where and how you're purchasing it because they'll, they, have, they, they want you to use their hardware, right? Amazon is notorious for having extremely well thought out and produced hardware, but for some reason it fails across all levels at uh, the the fire devices at uh, anything else that way. But um, yeah, so he was able, I think he ordered a, a video game that way for his DS um, and was able to get, it was already like 50% off. And then he got made it 60% off or whatever along those lines. But, Anyway, I didn't pick up anything though for the for Amazon Prime Day. I was looking at a few things, but it, there was nothing like well, and and the couple of things that I did see there was there were some awesome um, studio monitor uh, speaker monitors uh, for for like sound. So you'd have a left and a right that were it was, but regularly like five hundred dollars, and then they were going for like one fifty, but they were sold out so fast. Well, you know, after a discussion a few podcasts ago, now the thing that I'm always looking for is a a used cloud lifter uh, on on uh, available. You know, trying to find something down within my budget to be able to get that. So thanks for that new wait, obsession. Wait, what? Oh, oh, the cloud those, lifter yes, for the, yes, the, the mic cloud, preamp. Yes. Oh my gosh, dude, those things are amazing. Yeah, so I want to get one of those, but you know, it's I'm gonna I know, to, dude. I'm gonna have to wait that one out because you know I'm uh, buying yep. hammocks. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh, the other thing that I'm I'm falling in love with that I really want to get, uh, but you know, I gotta wait, I gotta wait, and I gotta figure out maybe add it to the Christmas list and just really wait. Uh, but I think it's for around $45, and what this bad boy does is it can take the place of the uh, one that I'm using now. Uh, which is an RF set of headphones. If you're sitting out there trying to watch, they're hooked up to the TV. So yeah, you know, uh -huh. if you got if you have problems hearing like me or whatever, you could wear that. Well, there's another thing you can get where it's a it's a Bluetooth. Uh, you can pair to it, but it's also a transmitter, so I could hook it up to that audio as well, oh, and then okay. I could use my Bluetooth headphones. Which, yeah. by the way, I got to tell you also from a technical standpoint, because sometimes you know tech is about the DIY stuff, folks. Um. I had accidentally uh, they they got broken. Okay, that, there's no other way to put it. Right at the hinge point where the, uh, the plastic of the headphone holds these sliders, the the, the weakest point. Yeah, it broke right there. And so first, I went through a crazy glue experiment, and I I didn't get it fixed. Uh, so then uh, I just went. I used JB Weld this weekend to Ooh. to just put the parts back together that were torn asunder. Uh, it'll yeah. always be weak, but hopefully it's enough just to get it. Because I, I I'm gen I'm gentle with them now, Trent. I'm gentle yeah. with them now. You got you got to be gentle. But they're also uh, not only are they uh, Bluetooth, but they're also noise canceling. So I could just imagine pairing these bad boys up to that transmitter and be able to Ooh. watch TV that way. Hell's yeah! Right? It's just like I'm in the zone. I am watching this movie. Right? Well, and it's really interesting too because um, you know uh, uh, when my when my grandmother when she was in the later years of her life and she was living with us at, at my house. Um, I remember we had set up uh, an, an old school version of, of those RF broadcaster with some headphones and it was great for her because then we didn't have to have the TV crazy high um, or for that matter even have the audio on at all and she could listen to it. So I wonder having that aspect of it to, 
as well makes it so much easier for, for or you know even for people who are like like you mentioned hard of hearing like that's that's actually a really cool integration and I'm maybe and maybe it is something that's more, more broadly used in in that community i don't know it just uh, well, makes a lot I, of sense i wouldn't doubt it if there are actually tvs that you could just pair a bluetooth headset with yeah now. that are th- that are kind of built with that in mind yeah as, as an a- a- accessibility uh sale point yeah and and that would definitely work even for me because i like i'll get frustrated a lot uh when first of all when the music is is isn't properly balanced when it's Oof. when it's way over cranked because you know Basically, I think every sound mix, mixer sh- should really consider the fact that eventually this product is going to be listened at home when a toddler may be napping on the couch next to you. So I don't need yep. loud variances in sound. Yep. Uh, but, oh, that's the, oh. Well, again, so you know, agree. And they do that with commercials. So commercials are cranked yep. up too. But anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Every, every, everything is normalized to be at its peak the whole way through. And then when it actually gets into like a dramatic scene – like I can't hear a goddamn thing. That's my point. I it's like ah! it's it, like I, every time they if people mutter, I'm less like I can't hear. I can't hear it. I can't hear it. Yep. I'm old. I can't hear it. I'm grumpy. Get off my lawn. You know <laughs> that's. So anyway, I really want one of those bad boys to be able to hook up because I think they would just be dope. Totally. Uh, yeah. Uh, especially to use with those headphones, uh, just just so I don't have to blast the whole. Because f- my wife will often ask that too. She's like, "Why is the TV so loud?" I'm like, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry." It's all because of me. <laughs> and all my children Learn it by are, watching you, okay? Yeah, all my children are going to grow up just thinking that's how loud the TV has to be. You know yeah, what I mean? It has to be like that. Yeah, you know, there's no there's I just, just the way it is. I can't find comfort unless my eardrums are vibrating. Yeah. Uh anyway, I, I th- anyway, I've been obsessing about that, but the other thing that I like I have a problem with, obviously, uh now when I don't do a lot of shopping other than through Amazon birthday gifts, you know, uh, practical things. Uh, everything comes through Amazon it seems. I have you typically have an overabundance of cardboard boxes and I found this. I thought this was really cool. If, if you go to if you got a lot of boxes laying around and let's say you also got a lot of stuff like uh clothing you need you've been meaning to take to Goodwill or or books that you want to donate. Anything you want to donate, uh, basically you put it and you go to give back give back a box, I think is is what it is. Uh, givebackbox.com slash okay. Amazon. <coughs> They'll uh and you enter your information and you can sketch or you take it and you drop it off at the post office after printing out a label, you put whatever is in there, and it'll be sent to your local goodwill. So instead oh, you can cool. just because you know it's so much uh more painful to go to the post office than it is to the drop off at Goodwill, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or you know, if they'd pick it up, that would be nice. But um but that's a, a good idea. It's like, okay, well I'll use these boxes for good, you know? <laughs> instead of I I'm a hero now because yeah. I'm using boxes for the power of good. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you might just recycle yours, but I give them to to a better cause. <laughs> I give my boxes to charity, and people are just going to look at you sideways. They're like, "What? Like, oh, oh, huh? this, oh! Look at you, Mister. Ooh, huh? yeah, because people need the boxes. Oh, is that your commentary about the homeless, you prick? Sorry, I yes. don't know what happened there. Yes. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I thought that was cool, uh, and you know, in line with the tech thing. Now, if you want to talk about tech, and you want to talk about stuff that we didn't get. Uh, that I just loved hearing about. Uh, one of them was alluded to by uh, Matt, uh, who or Roller Dog NC, whichever one you want to talk about, uh, and that's the fact that they've got Star Wars Land going in in both uh, Disneyland and Disney World. Uh, yeah, and, and it's it's called Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is is the name of it, and this is an immersion experience. So I imagine uh, that you know any overhead shots of this land 
aren't going to show anything but a gigantic roof because it's like a big dome, right? Yeah, that's that would be my anticipation because it would if you're going to immerse it, make an immersive experience, that means like even if I'm able to walk around the streets kind of like the the Harry Potter world, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, but there they can l- work with the elements around them because you know any Which, day could yeah, be I was a say, day. Climate climate controlled. Bring it on, baby. Yeah, you know, but when it comes to the Star Wars thing, I mean, they're going to have like a fake sky and everything. it's going to be like that whole setup in in the truman show but you know probably not as high tech as that but no you know. but what's what's that street uh in vegas um that has uh it's an led roof all the way across the top and so they can program it to be different things at different times um it, it, i mean that's and, and that's even very dated but it, it's a cool experience it's even called the something something experience yeah um but uh, that that makes a lot of sense to where and and you go into different themes, right? So oh, okay, so and, and then that adds incentive for people to be coming in, right? So you can change the this is this is Tatooine experience, and then we're going to have the the Hoth experience, and then you know you're able to change things that way. It makes sense. Well, they're also going to be. I think that there's only going to be two ways into that part of the park, and both of them are going to be like a transitional thing. One would be a ride. And I think there may be another one for like foot traffic, but and you know they also teased us with like a conceptual drawing or a picture of people flying the Millennium Falcon. Oh, dude! And I've 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 played with a little with a few of the Star Wars uh, VR videos, and that aspect of it is is equally as fun. Like there's some there's some prequel videos that are available even just on YouTube if you've got a VR headset um, that are animated, but uh, you're 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 as if you're also a uh, salvager and you see Ray uh, salvaging things and then all the ships land and you're like whoa what's going on and so you're able to look around and see it all happening around you very cool stuff like that oh that's the kind of stuff I want to play with yeah yeah me too dude yeah definitely and and they're gonna have so I'm I'm really looking forward to that it would almost be interesting in a way though because Tomorrowland has star tours so it would be very cool but unfortunately is not possible would be if you could also get on to star tours to go to Galaxy's Edge, but that that wouldn't really work because one is just a, a room that moves with a projector, and and you know that's not really moving people. Right. So yeah. Uh, so I, and I'm wondering if that means we're going to see a retirement of Star Tours. I haven't looked into that. Well, but but Star it's it's located in a different area though, right? Yeah, it's in Tomorrowland, and yeah. and they did recently update it in order to to you know tie into somewhat the whole uh, uh force awakens experience i mean yeah no i i, I think it's smart because it, you could you can even then uh promote the other uh side of the park through star tours yeah definitely uh, or 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 they actually do make part of the foot entrance oh here's what you do you just build another one of those many infamous tunnels but that becomes part of the transitional experience of, you're and walking the story that you go through yep totally you're, you could be walking from the 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 where you landed and now you're exiting out into this alien yep. terminal per se yep that makes sense. That would work. Uh, this is just uh, two jerk-offs talking about things they know nothing about, though. <laughs> yeah, especially one of them, yet to be to Disneyland. Yeah, so, you know, pretty well sure that they've got it well thought out, and we don't need to worry about it. But but I would, no- but as an old-time park-goer and, and a person that, you know, like I remember going shortly after Star Tours originally opened, I couldn't wait. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, um, it uh, it as somebody who's who's enjoyed Star Tours, I would like to see it go on, and I would love for it to tie in in that way because it would just be a natural repurposing of that experience. Absolutely, and and it's it's so interesting because I've got um, qu- 
a handful, like more than I should, uh, uh, friends who are went were at D3 this whole weekend and have just been like, you know, posting stuff nonstop one after another after another. And the whole time I'm just like, (laughs) it makes so much sense why, why, uh, Disney does not go to Comic Con. <laughs> they don't need to. They really no! don't. So oh, yeah, because I know, like one of them, um, Ryan Call is is somebody you know and yes, and yeah. I know, uh-huh. and I remember him showing park pictures from the park, and I'm like, oh wow, why is it Disneyland? And then I remember D twenty three, and I'm yep. like, and yep. where where are they host? Where is D twenty three? Where is that held? Uh, I I. Is it or is it or it's Anaheim, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, but I mean, like where? But then again, like, oh, there's, I don't know. There's a convention center like right across the street or something yeah. like that. Uh, but I don't. I should know where it is uh, because you know we're talking about stuff that came out of it. But uh, you know, it's it definitely that's a cool tie-in, especially if you got to go to D twenty three and you got park tickets because then totally yeah. And well, and one of the things non Star Wars related that that he posted about that has got me super stoked is Wreck It Ralph two. Oh yeah. Well, I was. Um, we were both really looking forward to that. Wreck-It Ralph is one of my favorites. Recently, oh, I was gosh, able to get the yeah. kid to watch him a few times, and you know that's. It's nice to be able to play your old favorites and hope that your child will also like, because it gives you an excuse to watch it. Is what I'm totally. Saying. Yeah, for sure. Um, and but what uh, what really had me interested to see was that uh, whatever was going on in the park, the uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy escape ride was only at a 35 minute wait for once. So. It gives me hope for my future because part of the big road trip that we're going to take, I'm, I'm intentionally going to make, I hope, the return portion home like a day or two in Disneyland. Just for Oh, us nice. To that would be perfect, dude. Decompress yeah, and before we go. Swing it that way. Yeah, because then it's a straight shot over and then up. But um, on top of that, though, Ryan, when he posted that picture of, of the wait, that was also like less than an hour than the park had been open. <laughs> Oh, that would have been well, and that's the thing that you have to work is you have right. to get you have to use because uh, when you buy if you buy a, a ticket package, this is the way you do it. You buy a ticket package and you get certain benefits or, or, or attributed, and one of them is like you get a magic morning hour, and you basically get to go into the park, quote unquote, an hour before everyone else uh, that all didn't buy these ticket bulks. So basically, you're just getting you're getting in ahead of the jobbers. Really, that's right. all you're doing. Totally. Um, yep. So you're still competing with everybody. casual fan. <laughs> yeah, you're still competing with basically a lot of people as well. But for the rides that are really popular, that's the only way you could do it. It's like you go there and you get a fast pass for it because you just intend on coming back a little bit later because even right. that line is going to be long. Yeah. So, uh, so and, and that's the reason why we never went on the Cars ride when we last went down. That and the fact that I was an asshole with a messed up back. Sorry again, folks. Oh. Well, but, and can you? But can you imagine no. that? It was like I was in an auto accident, and and that's okay. So it, you expect maybe back problems are going to kick in, but this was like two and a half to three weeks after that. It, that's well, when the back problems happened. Yeah, and because that's how backs work. They're totally just there. What, what was the best uh, uh, definition I ever heard? Uh, someone uh, like a doctor explaining how your just how your spine works as, as far as like a structure uh, and with your head on top, it's like having a, uh, trying to, trying to keep a bowling ball on top of a broomstick. <laughs> yeah. It's, and as we get older too, they, they, you, oh. you don't, you don't have to worry about this yet, but your spine eventually starts compressing. So that's why you experience back problems later in life sure. until the point where the, the lubrication and everything else between the joints is finally gone. And then yep. you're just pretty much locked in and, uh, and the pain goes away cause nothing's moving anymore. Yep. Uh, Time to fuse them. Yep, just just to give you folks a little little something to look forward to. Um, 
so uh, we got to hear about those things. Uh, but the thing that uh, I'm I'm just I'm I'm so I'm flames, Trent, burning on my face. I'm so mad. There's an Avengers Infinity War preview or a trailer out there yes. that we aren't probably going to see until after Comic-Con nope. this week. Yep. <coughs> or during. And uh, the things that I read about it, boy, it was an interesting read because it sounds like Thor basically is what brings in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep, uh, makes total sense. Yeah, there's also a part of, of of Peter Parker in, I don't know if he's in Spider-Man costume or not, but he's crying and saying, I'm sorry, Mr. Stark. Um it just in Thanos, there's Thanos action, uh, him throwing oh. planets at the heroes and God. Yeah. I, I gotta say, have you seen, have you seen the homecoming yet? Trent S- still haven't made it yet. No, uh, spent, spent the weekend kind of, uh, uh, camping. It was the, my girlfriend's birthday. So we spent the, the weekend up at a, uh, camp spot, taking a lot of pictures of the dog mostly, but yeah, that's so I, I have not yet seen it. You know what? It, you're living life and, and it'll be there. So I'm not going to say anything, uh, but, okay. but after you see that, it makes you a little more excited from the future. And now that we know this, it's kind of like, I, I, th- I guess the best way to put it is I wonder if Spider-Man is like the last really fun movie we're going to have, because now they've basically got to set up the coming of Thanos for infinity war for may of next year. So, so basically, like Thor Ragnarok is probably going to be teeing that up a little bit. Well, Will, and you bring up a good point. I mean, especially if if you're going to have the coming of Thanos, like that's going to be an adult rated film. Like you're going to lose a lot of your audience with that just out of rating alone. Yeah. Well, no, I think they'll they'll have to figure out a way to still make no, it No, but PG. like if he's like the coming of Thanos, like that's Oh, that's no, no, adult, no, no, no. I'm not material. You're, I no, you're think... thinking of the adult themed version. Okay, that's that's their sub on there. Aside, all jokes aside, I I hope you're wrong, and the only reason I say that is because I I still think there's a place for one-offs. Like like, so let's look at comic books, right? And you have the idea of a one-shot, which to this date, the only one-shot we've really seen was Ant Man, and those no, one-shots. No, we had we had Doctor Strange. But but Doctor Strange is going to have a much, you know what I mean? Ant Ant Man's still kind of a B character, not really. Yeah, he's a part of the Avengers, but not real. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like they, they well, will be able to do and, those. And oddly enough, Spider-Man is kind of in that category as well. Yeah, we right, yeah. So I, I hope that they're able to still play around with, with other IP and have it be light and not so gravitas. Um, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we will. Also, uh, one thing, this one... Did make its way out there. I don't know if people saw anything else. Uh, they also saw there is a new Thor Ragnarok trailer that's going to be happening. Uh, we'll be seeing hopefully mm. soon. Uh, but then again, you know, that's the thing. It's like you can't be bitter about any of the news that came out of D23 because it, this is Comic-Con week, dude. Yeah, this is, dude, I this know. Is every, it's, it's just going to be just just dropping so much all over us we're going to be yep. seeing trailers and preview there's going to be something for justice league there's going to be i mean it's we don't need to worry about a damn thing and that's the one thing that was nice to see after last year was that the companies finally realized okay once we drop it at comic-con we can just give it to the rest of the world we don't have to be stingy no, there's no reason to yeah and and you can play your own hype around that um, and if you're a smaller company, unlike Disney, that's the perfect place to do it. If you're Disney, you do it at your own Comic-Con and it rocks. Yeah, and they just, they, God almighty, they, they really did rock it. Uh, but also, the uh, the last thing, 
they did uh, i don't know if they ran anything else for star wars but just kind of like last year or not last year but but in the oncoming time of uh force awakens it was out of d23 or or comic-con i can't remember which one where that's all they did. You know, we were expecting a new trailer, but instead they gave us behind-the-scenes action. And they kind of did this again. Uh, but this one they made public, and so we got to see some footage. Uh, we got to see Carrie Fisher again. Naturally, they closed on that because they're they're not idiots. Uh, and I'm, I don't mean to say that morbidly, and I don't mean to disrespect the princess. I'm just saying that, right. you know, you play your card. You play the cards you've been given, Trent, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and... and uh, uh some some housekeeping things so those of you who are listening on the podcast and want to jump in and, and correct us uh, sorry uh longtime listener trisha lynn already did uh the video or the the street that i was talking about that has the led uh covering in vegas is the fremont street experience thank you and uh d23 was at the anaheim uh center the one that you mentioned that's literally across the street from disney perfect look maybe one of these how do you how do you get into that do you get do you get invited do you buy tickets what is it i think you can buy tickets yeah uh, uh, maybe maybe that's one of the things. If they time it out this way again, that would be like the perfect way to say, okay, well, I'm taking a week off of work. Uh, I'm yep. going to go to D23, and then I got some downtime, so I'll see the sights in Southern California. And then it's uh, head down to Comic-Con, and then you close that bad boy out, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I don't know if you're aware of this, Trent, but if you go to uh, commiekev.com, you can see all the things that Kevin Smith is doing down in Comic-Con. Once again, and he is going to be yes. on the IMD boat, as they call the it. The IMD boat is such a good idea. If, if, if you saw it at all last year, I think the videos are still up on YouTube um, on I, IMDb's or, page. Or you can go to see Smod, or you can go to smodcast.com and, and on the con and or if you go to commiekev.com at the bottom, there's commiekev2016 and you can see all the IMDb stuff. And if they do it like they did last year then if you don't catch it on the imdb page or if you uh are blocked from being able to go to facebook by work but somehow you can go to smodcast.com anything that's live uh, that will be shown there as well at the same time okay so, perfect so that's Good. a possible venue for you to be able to see it uh and then you know we'll do what we did last time and we'll embed all of the video clips as well that they've also got uh, at imdb's page so you know if you want a one-stop shop you can go there but please do of course uh go to the imdb dot com slash comic con i think is the is the domain but there's a link also at commiekev.com and, and you know go go proper and give them the respect and the traffic uh but oh, for sure but just to let you know they're they'll be available for all those things and there's a good uh, that's one thing that they did if you were down there and you're like i can't get into a hall h thing or i've spent too much time on the floor hey it's 10 30 uh, if you can see, it's right behind the convention center is where the IMDb boat is, but they've actually also mounted a large LED screen, so now you can see the interviews from the dock that's that are happening awesome. on the boat. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's uh, so that's so if you're if you're a Comic Con goer and you happen to listen to us, there's some cool stuff you can check out. Um, and uh, I don't know, Trent, uh, other, is there anything for your corner this week? Uh, only thing this week, uh, I uh, there's been speculation about it, and it was announced today. Couldn't be happier. They announced the next of the three uh, Street Fighter characters that are going to be released this season. Abigail. Uh, Abigail is a uh, pro wrestling, like a grappler character who originally came from Final Fight way back in the day. Uh, it's like an eight-foot character. Releases, I think, at the end of July. Couldn't be happier about it. If you're a Street Fighter fan, check it out. There you go. That, well, that was a, that was a really quick corner. Uh, yeah, you just powered right through that. You know, it's good for sometimes, you. Sometimes, sometimes 
You just have to bite your lip and take it. There you go. Exactly. Just to bear down. Um, so, yeah, cool, man. Uh, that's nice to hear. I, I got to admit, I'm, I've still been marveling. And I was listening back on last week's episode, and I just lift, listened to you regaling the tales of, of your video game conquest. So oh, it's nice yeah, to dude. hear you getting excited about that stuff. Totally. Uh, anyway, yeah. folks, uh, thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Uh, I would have I would have done the thing for um, uh, for Loot Crate, but I got to tell you, I, I got a few down here, and I don't remember which one was the latest one. Uh, because I have this habit of opening them on the show, and then I set them over there, and I haven't deboxed some of them. And i got to tell you, I don't know why, because uh, two of the boxes down there, one of them is a Q-Fig of Wolverine, uh, Old Man Logan, and the other one is a Rocket Raccoon. I've talked about both of those already, and, and they deserve a spot on the back wall. I've, I've even done... You know, this is the cool thing about Loot Crate as well, Trent, is that their boxes sometimes are so well-designed and pretty, you can just use a staple gun to tag them to your wall and then use them <laughs> as shelves to show off your swag. Yeah, that's they're, literally, they're doing it right. Yeah, so uh, so anyway, uh, if you want to, at lootcrate.com forward slash netheads to check that out. Every little bit helps. Uh, also, if you go to netheadsonair.com and you click the Amazon link uh, to do your Amazon shopping or, or pick the item of the day that or whatever it represents to you, I think we're doing that, that sneaky thing now where it takes advantage of them cookies and it just it shows you some of the stuff you've recently looked at and you can you can click on it or something that may relate to you. Uh, nice. But, well, you know, and i got to tell you, uh, this uh, this whole thing of trying to appeal to, to the things that may relate to you in some cases on the internet does work and in some cases on the internet doesn't work sometimes right. amazon gets it right um when you're a parent and you've accidentally watched children's shows for your child on your account that's wrong and i gotta say <laughs> right yeah you know facebook has this new feature on the app that it's like uh like an, an interest area that's just for you it's what, what do they call it it's some type of search or connect thing I, I'm, oh. Yeah, let me just pull I, this I up real quick. This. It's on the more menu on the mobile app, and it is called. We're listening to a guy looking at his phone. <laughs> I, it's not events. Come on, it's it's something else. Of course, I'm not going to find. Oh, explore feed is what they're saying. So, and that's supposed to be like news and bits that are about you. Uh, well, here's one. Thanos makes uh, quite a big impression from io9. Uh, then they're giving me the Orville, the preview of the uh, Seth MacFarlane Star Trek type show. Ooh. Oh, I'm here to play the part as truthfully as possible. News about the new uh, Doctor. Okay, so and here Thor Ragnarok trailer. So yeah, I guess these are it, all relevant relevant to your interests. I, I guess it does kind of work a little bit. Never mind. Yeah. I take it all back. I was about to say this didn't work too well because earlier it didn't, but apparently since I have now summoned it twice, it, it knows me more, Trent. It yeah, is yeah. it has seen the by the way, did you it's see learning. the did you see the trailer that I posted for you that's the uh the the gunslinger trailer, yes, the Dark Tower? Yes. Oh my god, dude. Uh, seriously, isn't that the kind of action you wanted to see from a gunslinger? Yep. Like so yeah. much so that like a uh, you know, a, a pre-roll six shots are flying through the air and he catches them at just the right time to then shoot. <laughs> Yeah, uh, to, to that, I, I, I wish I had an audible version of the Stephen Colbert gif. Give it to me now. Yeah, that's the way I'm about <laughs> so many of the things that we're hearing about now. It's just, uh, oh, I can't wait, Trent. I can't wait. It's a good time to be us. That's all I'm going to say. And, so true. And it's also a good time to say goodnight, everybody. So thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, until next time, my name is Will. And I'm Trent. Uh, I'm NetheadWW. He is a part of him. Uh, and uh, if you want to uh, check us out again, I'll, well, I'll tell you one thing. You know, we'll be back. Soon. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. Signing off. Oh.
I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. Netheads. Netheads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. Dude, I got to tell you that uh, earlier today, because I, I was doing a lot of Smodco work, like, uh, but it's sitting in the family room. Yeah. Uh, the baby was, uh, well, the toddler. I shouldn't say that. Blair was, uh, yeah. she was napping. So it's like a great combo time. Yeah. <clears throat> So I just said, you know, uh, what the heck? Let me just uh, let me just throw on this glow and see what's what's doing here. The uh, Netflix oh, original yeah. series glow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to tell you, for a, as a person that has a close to no interest in wrestling, uh, by the way, don't forget to check out one in the Fink at DeathRay.media. Um, thank you. Uh, if you uh, if you if you want to see something that actually is a really interesting story. Yep. But just happens to be about how they built this uh, this uh, glamorous ladies of wrestling. Uh-huh. You got to check out this glow show because I just like, oh, I'll just put one on. And it, I was four deep before I told my wife, okay, you just got to turn this off. You just got to turn it off because I, I got other things to do in life. Yeah. Got shit to do, people. Yeah. So I highly, yeah. I, if, I highly recommend when you want to blow off all that shit that you've got to do, uh, you definitely want to uh, check out Glow on Netflix because that, yes. that is just a quiet treat. Yeah, and, and I, I still haven't, uh, I haven't dived, dove, divin in yet, uh, because I'm finishing up the the season of uh, Lucha Underground, and then I will be able to to give myself wholly to Annie's boobs. Okay, very good. Which, by the way, they do make an <laughs> appearance in the first episode. Hallelujah! Oh, easy there, champ. Easy. Hallelujah! That was, that was just one of those things where it's. It, I wasn't singing. I was just. Like, I was Hallelujah. shocked. I'm like, wait, this is really happening on a Netflix show? <laughs> I mean, it's nothing gratuitous. It's just as I as I uh, once said is oh, I can't even remember how I put it. But they were doing adult things, Trent. Yeah. Well, it's okay. They're adults. Exactly. Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash has been feeding you a geeky gourmet in Red Bank, New Jersey, for twenty years. Kevin Smith is also turning 47. Those are pretty good reasons to throw a party, but no. This one's going down in history, folks. On Saturday, August 5th, dress up as your favorite slackers as everyone goes for a Guinness World Record of the largest gathering of Jay and Silent Bob cosplayers. Kev, Jay, and the Comic Book Men will all be there. Join in on the group photo. End up on an episode of Comic Book Men. Get your hetero life mate costumes together and sign up today at jayandsilentbobcos.com. That's jayandsilentbobcos.com.